VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. who's called Mal Evans. He was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Mm-hmm. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live every day, sunny Southern California. Welcome in. Welcome. We're going to have an epic show. Um, I, 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 this, this soundbite, do you guys remember when Wes Welker, when the Patriots were getting ready to take on the Jets, I think in the playoffs, maybe in the regular season, and Wes Welker dropped a bunch of foot references because it had come out that Rex Ryan had a foot fetish. You guys, do you guys remember that, yes. that that at all? I do, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And what was really, really interesting about it, first, love Wes Welker. Not sure if you ever – you guys always uh, – you guys – heard about like his he might have been the best high school football player in the state of Oklahoma like ever like he did everything he kicked off he punted he returned kicks wide receiver running back a little bit of quarterback he was uh, unbelievable 
but this was in 2011. He made 11 foot references. 11 foot references in one press conference. And that was because they were getting ready to take on the New York Jets in the playoffs. Belichick, I think Belichick held him out like the first quarter because of it, right? Isn't that what happened? Anyway, it was, he was just inferring and making fun of Rex Ryan and messing around with them, and it was, it was great theater. This one isn't as lighthearted, but it's really interesting, the references and kind of trigger words that are within the statement of Sean Marks. Sean Marks is the GM of the Brooklyn Nets, and it's important to point out that the Nets, and, and this was created by Sean Marks, widely were considered to have the best culture in the sport. Kenny Atkinson was their coach. They had guys like Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis LeVert. They, they had young dudes, old dudes, and they had great culture. But they felt like they had topped out with Kenny Atkinson because I didn't work with Kyrie. And if it didn't work with Kyrie, then I guess it didn't work with Kevin Durant. And even though both were injured, KD coming off the torn Achilles tendon, Kyrie yeah, he had gotten injured that year. He was let go. Jock Vaughn was the interim. This is the bubble year. And since then, they hired Steve Nash. And whatever you think of, of Steve Nash as a coach, keep in mind, he is incredibly close friends with Sean Marks. Okay? They were on, Sean was a bench player on the Steve Nash-led Suns teams. Okay? They, they have similar interests, travel in similar circles, and they're very, very close friends. Like, if, if Steve Nash were to leave the Nets, my guess it would only be if he's like, I'm done with it, not I'm going to fire you. So with that in mind, take a listen to what Sean Mark said when he was asked about whether or not the Nets wanted to remain committed long-term to Kyrie Irving. Is the organization committed to Kyrie long-term? Yeah, look, I think that's something we've been discussing and we will continue to debrief on and discuss throughout this uh, off-season. And it's, it's honestly not just Kyrie. I mean, you bring Kyrie up, but we have decisions to make on, on a variety of different free agents throughout, uh, throughout our roster. Um, we haven't had any of those discussions yet, so it would be unfair for me to comment on you know, how it looks with, with us and Kyrie because, to be quite frank, he has some decisions to make on his own, what he's going to do with his player option and so forth like that. But I think we know what we're looking for. You know, We're looking for guys that want to come in here, be part of something bigger than themselves, um, play selfless, play team basketball, uh, and be available. And that goes not only for Kyrie but for, for everybody here. Did you guys hear the, the code words in there? Right? He wants you to be available. Okay, What was the thing that Kyrie ha- has not been throughout his career because of injury and that was not this year because he didn't want to get vaccinated? Available, right? Wait, what about uh, selfless? Not, not getting vaccinated was seen by a lot of people as being selfish. Putting your own personal interest above that of the team. Um, also combine that, combine that you have selfless and playing for each other. It's not really how Kyrie has rolled. So again, I'm, I'm not making something up. I'm not making a mountain out of a molehill. I'm simply 
ingesting what I've heard and saying, I don't know, pretty obvious right there what he's saying about Kyrie Irving. I think we know what we're looking for. You know, we're looking for guys that want to come in here, be part of something bigger than themselves, play selfless, play team basketball, and be available. And that goes not only for Kyrie, but for for everybody here. I'm not hearing things. I'm hearing what he's saying. And what he's saying is, we're good. Kyrie, we're good. Doesn't it feel that way? I, I, I don't know if that's the right decision, but it feels like that's what he's saying. We're in a world where most general managers, what's the win? And I get it that Sean's an Aussie and Aussie's generally straight shooters. The one part is the, hey, you know, some of that hasn't been discussed. Like, really? You haven't discussed scenarios? Of course you discussed it. But we're in a world where you're better off saying, of course, we want him back, even if you don't. Yeah. I mean, listen, if we can work out a reasonable long-term deal, sure. He did not say that. And while you could also say he didn't say no, it was definitely not a yes. And then if you follow it up with a couple of the key points that he pointed to, they run uh, directly contrary to how people perceive Kyrie Irving. I mean, that's fascinating. If they let Kyrie walk, if they sign and trade Kyrie, and they hold on to Kevin Durant who originally came there to play with Kyrie, that would be amazing. Dan Byer, do you think I'm hearing things, or did I hear what I thought I heard? No, I think you heard what you thought you heard, and I think what is maybe stands out the most is usually we feel NBA teams just bend over backwards to cater to their stars. And it's a bit of a different sort of message coming. I mean, we had Bill Plaschke on yesterday, did the piece with the Lakers and Jeannie Buss pledging her loyalty to LeBron and saying she speaks with, you know, LeBron on on certain issues. And while she has the final decision, he's a part of it. But to hear, just using that as an example, now to hear this and to hear a front office not be, um, you know, in full support or trying to build a narrative that would keep, you know, Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn, I think is surprising. Jay Stu, what do you think? I love the soundbite, first of all. Um, I think it's it's some of the most honest, most direct words we've heard about a player in a long time. And I think that this is, to me, reading between the lines, he's saying Kyrie Irving was a giant pain in the rear this past season. And the, um, what, what is it, the, the risk outweighs the the reward whatever the whatever the cliche is here <laughs> um and that's what that's how i read it i love it that's a great soundbite oh i don't think there's any i don't think there's any doubt that he's a gigantic pain in the pain in the butt but it's also a gigantic pain, pain in the butt in regards to those specific points that he made it's 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 an it's an indirect direct shot that's what that is, right? It's one of those like, look, I you know, let's not talk about anybody personally, but let me tell you a couple of things which everybody knows. Everybody knows who he's talking about. Everyone knows who he's talking about. That is a wow. I thought that was a wow when I heard it. That was I, my jaw wasn't dropped because that's how most people felt and thought. But it's generally the case, and I, I buyer, I think this is kind of what you alluded to. You generally, not only they treat him with kid gloves, but you just always re-sign a guy to a bigger contract and, and you're like, you know, if it doesn't work out, we trade him or whatever. 
that doesn't feel like Sean Marks' plan. Yeah. It's uh, not like it's a, a leverage play either, right? No, no. That's just him. That, that's just him saying, like, look, this is what we want. And if we don't, well, that, that it sets up the next press conference when they bid a do or sign and trade or whatever to Kyrie Irving, where you go, like, look, we just we had a way in which you want to do things, and that wasn't why I want to do it. And so we move on. That's what it felt like. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. 
Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Mark Medina is going to join us. He covers the NBA for NBA Media. He's also our Fox Sports Radio NBA playoffs reporter. We'll talk to him about Jaws injury, which is going to keep him out for the rest of the playoffs, which may be just one more game, maybe two. Um, maybe, maybe three. It's possible. It's possible. Um, we'll ask him about uh, the MVP and how he thinks that affected Joel Embiid. Plus, we'll, we'll discuss uh, what Sean Marks said today. And what Bill Platchkey told us yesterday about Jeannie Buss. But before we get to that, it is the mid part of the show, the mid part of the week, which gives us the middle of the week, the middle of the show, the midway. Stuck in the middle with you. It's time for Stuck in the Middle. The Midway. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay, uh, Jason Stewart, what's the midway today? Doug, I want uh, I want you and Dan and John to convince me or try to tell me what the big deal is because this time of year has become a huge event for the NFL. Um, maybe even bigger than the draft schedule release day tomorrow night. You know the leak their the leak their games and the weeks leading up. But tomorrow every every team will know their schedule and it's a big deal. I don't get it. Uh, to me, it's kind of like BTS. It's like the Korean boy band. Like I know it's a world sensation phenomenon. I just personally don't get it. And what I don't get is like when our our industry covers this event, they cover it like we're going to show all the games of players that have been done wrong by other teams going back to the cities and these are games you should circle on your calendar and i don't even i think that's metaphoric because nobody's actually taking sharpies out and circling things on their calendar anymore right um but anyways please tell me why this is a big deal i know buyers got distinct thoughts on this Go ahead, Dan. I am a I am a big fan of the schedule release, and I've actually been a bit of a roller coaster because I remember the days when it would just show up in the local paper. All of a sudden, the NFL schedule was released in the scoreboard section of a paper, and there was no hype about it. And you're like, oh wow, this is who the Packers end up playing this season. That was that was a big deal. Now. I understand Jason saying it's not a big deal, especially because we already know who the teams are going to play. We know their opponents. Heck, we know most of the opponents for next year, Sands, about three games. But what I think is big, number one, for me as a fantasy football player, 
I love to know when my holdovers have buys. I want to know when my who my holdovers are playing in the championship weeks or in the playoff weeks, in weeks 15, 16, or 17. Those are very important to me when I'm looking at it from a fantasy football perspective. And I will also say, just if you're a fan of a team, if you're a diehard, say, Packers fan or a Rams fan, you want to know when their bye week is because guess what? Maybe that's the weekend in the fall that you can plan something or get out of town because your team isn't playing that weekend. So there are a lot of reasons on why you should get excited for the NFL schedule release. I mean, I didn't even think of the fantasy element. Did you guys? Like, that's that's so deep. I had no idea. And I do understand how many millions of people play fantasy. I don't know how many millions of people play uh, with uh, with with holdover teams and holdover players, um, I I think there's a couple of things. I don't actually think most people know who they play. I think the people that are all in like buyer and super fans that they know and they still. But I think mainstream like they don't. I mean, honestly, that 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 news has been out there for a while, and there's plenty of people like yeah, I, I didn't even know they played them. Um, I just think it's a genius way of creating interest about a sport that's not going to kick off until September. It's it's brilliance. Do I geek out over it? No. Because I have no idea. I mean, like the last couple of years with COVID, but I have no idea who's going to be playing, when they're going to be playing, or what the team is even going to look like. The one time that we did discuss this was Aaron Rodgers, what we thought could have been his last season in Green Bay last year, and that's when we went through that schedule. Um, and even then, it wasn't what we thought it would be because I don't think Big Ben didn't play that game when the Steelers came in, I think. So I, I, I don't, I'm not super into it, but I do understand that it creates interest. You think about planning a trip. I guess you could think about fantasy football. It just continues to, like, they just give us, feed us a little bit, feed us a little bit, I, feed us a little bit. I also think it tells you a little bit about your team when they get primetime games. How many Monday night games is my team playing in? How many Sunday night games? And I know it's not applicable to all NFL teams. Sorry, Jaguars and Texans. But they should play on one at least one primetime game. And it's likely going to be a Thursday night early season game. But that's another thing of, hey, and that could be another weekend maybe where you take off because your team is playing on a Thursday or Monday night. So there are there are other reasons. Ramos? Kind of in the middle with everybody. I agree with everybody, but I mean, I personally wouldn't stay home. If there was like a primetime special, I wouldn't set aside a time to sit down and watch it. But if I was home and it was on and I was thumbing through the channels, I went, oh, there's a release of the schedule. I guess I'll watch this. Yeah, I would do that. But I'm not somebody that, you know, I just would find the Rams schedule the next day and go, oh, okay, and just kind of move on that, from there. So. That's an interesting point about it because they do make it a TV show. And not to hog all the airtime on this. However, they release all of the schedules at one point. So to John's point, if it's released at what, 8 o'clock Eastern time tomorrow? The at Midway. 801 Eastern, John can see the entire Rams schedule and would have no need to look at everything else. Now, they may break down the Thursday night schedule and the Monday night schedule, as I talked about. But if you're interested in just like John is, you can find that like a minute after it's supposed to be released and i think that that might be the crux of my issue with it is because there's going to be a two-hour draft release special tomorrow i think all the networks are going to be covering and all the talk shows the day after are going to be talking about it i just think that like i get a little bit of uh of nfl media person fatigue they they just geek out on stuff that i'm not 
I'm not as excited about it, and I think they're talking to people that aren't as excited about it, and there's just something about it that annoys me. So that that's the bottom line on that. That's really what it comes down to. I think it just it, it annoys you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's exactly that. What's let's the make this about with me. The NFL schedule release, the midway. Also, um, you know the the thing. I think this year though, it, it's interesting as a as a Charger guy. Like the division is incredible, and so those games and where they're placed and that's going to be fun. It may it may change when you see who the Chargers are playing. May change. Maybe I wonder if they're going to. I wonder if they're going to play the um, AFC West twice this year. <laughs> that's what I'm waiting to find out at 8 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Yeah, you do know who they play, and you actually know everybody who they play. Um, and it's just a question of where and when. So. Let's get Dan Byer. Dan, what do you got? I'm uh, just constructing my tweet that I have to send out to uh, to everyone on the heels of what we we have here. So if you aren't if you are listening to at Gottlieb Show and aren't like Jason Stewart and John Ramos, you can hear my top five games of the 2022 NFL season. Yes, there's the tweet right there. If there are any typos, you know why. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, there's uh, there's a bunch to get to with uh, with Mark Medina, who of course covers the NBA for NBA Media, and he's Fox Sports Radio NBA reporter. Um, I I don't know if you've heard the Sean Marks response, but here's a Q and A reporter asking him about uh, the future with Kyrie Irving and the Nets. Is the organization committed to Kyrie long term? Yeah, look, I think that's something we've been discussing and we will continue to debrief on and discuss throughout this uh, offseason. It's, it's honestly not just Kyrie. I mean, you bring Kyrie up, but we have decisions to make on, on a variety of different free agents throughout, uh, throughout our roster. Um, we haven't had any of those discussions yet, so it would be unfair for me to comment on you know, how it looks with, with us and Kyrie because, to be quite frank, he has some decisions to make on his own, what he's going to do with his player option and so forth like that. But I think we know what we're looking for. You know, We're looking for guys that want to come in here, be part of something bigger than themselves, um, play selfless, play team basketball, uh, and be available. And that goes not only for Kyrie but for, for everybody here. What, what do you make of what you heard? I got a quote tweet, your quote tweet, where you uh, summed it up pretty well in a 48-second soundbite. That isn't a yes. Um, <laughs> you know, I know that uh, Sean Mark says, hey, this doesn't just qualify for Kyrie Irving, but the rest of the group. And while that statement itself might be true, I think it's a strong message to Kyrie Irving that they're having second thoughts about his future. That being said, you know, they're, they're going to do things knowing how Kevin Durant feels. And as of now, Kevin Durant feels very strongly about having Kyrie Irving on the team. So I, I don't think that in the short term it means that Kyrie Irving's uh, time with the Nets are gone, but I think that it's also a message that, look, we're going to see how next season plays out before we make any decisions about wanting to keep Kyrie beyond next season. But it does put very much into question whether or not they'd even offer him the Supermax this offseason, which they're allowed to do. Yeah, uh, you know, look, uh, they said that they're going to have discussions to gauge his temperature, and Kyrie right now said that, you know, he wants to be there long-term as well as Kevin Durant. But if I'm looking at what Sean Marks said today, um, if I had to make a prediction, I don't think that they agree to an extension 
this offseason and they allow you know Kyrie to be a free agent next season just wanting to see how the season plays out and you know I know that the rest of his press conference he was saying hey we want to have guys that are going to be committed full time and you know it you can't help but read between the lines that was a shot at Kyrie this past year with his vaccine uh, status and now next season that's going to be a non-issue because the mandate's lifted but when you look at him historically there's been times where he's taken time off uh you know with just for personal reasons and i think that that was a message of trying to draw a line in the sand that the nets aren't going to tolerate that but that being said the nets have acquiesced they used to say earlier in the season we're not going to allow Kyrie to be a part-time player and then all of a sudden they shifted course because they needed bodies uh, because of injuries. So be interesting to see how firm the Nets hold themselves to what they just said today. Mark Medina joining us. He covers the NBA for NBA Media. He's Fox Sports Radio's NBA playoffs reporter. We had Bill Platschke on yesterday, and he, of course, conducted a sit-down interview with Jeannie Buss. And, you know, the, the, the net net was, hey, Rob Palinka is going to have to fix this thing, but he's walking on thin ice. And the feeling that, that Phil Jackson likes the idea of, of, uh, of Russell Westbrook. And then the, the, the question is, does Phil Jackson not like the idea of, of LeBron James at this point in his career? What are you hearing they're going to try and do in L.A.? Yeah, I thought it was really strong that Jeannie Buss, you know, was very candid in her disappointment. And when, you know, the Lakers aren't successful, she's not afraid a point of the trigger, but then at the same time, being very adamant that the decisions that she made are the right ones of having Magic Johnson, Phil Jackson as advisors, and really leaning on Kurt Rambis and Linda Rambis for their advice and defending Rob Palinka. Um, I think that right now, as we discussed earlier, I don't think Russell Westbrook's coming back. Um, I think that they are going to try to commit to LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the future and just hope that they can put better role players around them. Uh, as far as what they do with the head coach, that remains to be seen. I think it will be filled before the NBA draft. And as far as who, who are the leading candidates, I don't think they even know that. But with Jeannie Buss, while she is expressing confidence in Rob Palenka, I think that that is also a message that I have confidence in you right now to course correct some of the issues that contributed to them not making even the uh, even the play-in tournament. But if you know mistakes continue to compound next season and their roster construction mistakes, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if her sentiments change. Um, but as of now, Rob's job is safe, and now it's on him to take advantage of that voting confidence and you know not proving Jeannie Buster wrong with that. Uh, let, let's get let's let's get to the actual playoffs. Uh, Embiid. Seem really bothered by not getting the MVP. Jokic gets it. What, what were your thoughts on the MVP race? Well, I voted Embiid over Jokic and then Giannis after that. But look, when I was you know going through my own evaluations, I you know ran it by different coaches, and you know their opinions all varied among those three guys. And one assistant coach remarked to me, "Look, these guys are all really deserving. You can really make a case for either of them, and in any order." So. You know, just because Jokic got it, I don't think it's a huge indictment on Embiid. And while I understand his disappointment individually, um, he had a really good year. The reason why I chose Embiid over Jokic is I try to imagine how would Jokic handle those set of circumstances with, you know, having to play a season without an all-star player with, with Ben Simmons. And I don't think that he would have navigated that as well as Joel Embiid. But I think, you know, 
at the same time, Jokic is deserving with carrying a Nuggets team to the playoffs when they didn't really have uh, much of a supporting cast around them. Um, so, yeah, I, I, if I were Embiid, I would still have a badge of honor, but I get why, why he's disappointed because he thought that he would have a really good chance of winning this, knowing that sometimes the narrative shifts for a guy who already won MVP the previous season. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Mark Medina uh, joining us. He works for Fox Sports Radio as our NBA playoff insider and, of course, for NBA media a- as well. Can you win an NBA championship with your best player being, you know, more of a traditional center? I, I know that Embiid faces up, and I know that Jokic, you know, plays out kind of on the perimeter. But b- because of the uh, the because of small ball and having to guard and the physicality in the low post, like – can you? I'm watching last night, and I don't know if you can win with a guy like that. Can you win it all with a big guy? I think it really depends on you know the talent of that big guy, and Joel Embiid I think match you know checks that box. But then it also depends on the rest of the roster. Look, I'm not going to hold uh, Joel Embiid's performance yesterday too much against him. You know he was coming off concussion protocol. He was you know, battling a lot of physicality. Where's the rest of the team helping with elevating him? And I'm pointing the finger mostly at James Harden. You know, Daryl Morey uh, decided to pull the trigger on this deal for one because he knew Ben Simmons would never want to play in a Sixers uniform. But, you know, he was still adamant that James Harden could be uh, the James Harden that he saw in Houston. And he was not that on a consistent basis. So I think, you know, with the Sixers moving forward, I don't think that they should waver on their commitment to Joel Embiid of being, you know, the face of the franchise and being a big guy even in today's NBA. But let's put the right roster pieces around them. Look, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, I love those guys, but they shouldn't be outperforming James Harden. So I think that they have to think long and hard that even if it's a small sample size, was this the right fit? Uh, John Morant um, gets hurt. Has the temperature died down in terms of the blaming of Jordan Poole? I think so. Uh, it was re- really disappointing that the, the 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 Grizzlies went down that route because I don't think that they really had a case to be made. Um, but you know, they felt like I guess because of how chippy and the back and forth it was between the Warriors and the Grizzlies over fouls that maybe they would have a case. But you know, the NBA looked at that uh, as they look at all plays and they determined there was nothing wrong with it. It was just a basketball play. So obviously disappointing for the Grizzlies that. You know, John Morant's going to be out tonight in Game 5 and the rest of the playoffs if they're able to extend it any further. But the fact that he got a boom bruise shows that, you know, they were inaccurate and kind of disingenuous with that because there's no way that Jordan Poole, with even one yank on a knee, could uh, cause John Morant to have a boom bruise. He's had that injury throughout the season, and there were times, you know, not only throughout the season, but that game itself that, you know, he was showing pain and colliding into, you know, other players. So, um, you know, they have a track record being 20 and five without John Morant during the regular season, but I think that's a different animal in the playoffs and against a Warriors team that is experienced enough that they're not going to have a letdown in game five. I think that they want to put this away because they don't want to take any chances moving forward. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox sports trader. That's the voice of, of, of Mark Medina. Um, the, the the Mavericks Sun series obviously Suns opened up a can on them, but you go back to Sunday and all the discussions about the the hug and all, like I just thought the game was a joke with all the flopping. There, there's the video of 
who is the video of yesterday driving baseline and falling down and pulling a Luca and <laughs> right and I mean every everybody's seen it now in terms of 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 the Suns and the flamboyant acting that we're seeing really on on both sides it makes it not only impossible it was Devin Booker it's not only impossible to uh, to to officiate it makes it hard to watch yeah and uh, it 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 makes it hard to to Chris Paul's I mean Chris Paul was a victim of his own you know the things that he's been able to feast on for years the selling calls and over over exaggerating that happened to him what can the NBA do to fix this stuff. Yeah, and, and Luka Doncic is doing some Chris Paul moves on Chris Paul. You know, you have Marquise Chris following Bismack Biombo off the court through the tunnel as if they're going to fight. Um, what the NBA can do, look, they can obviously issue suspensions if there is an actual altercation. They can issue fines if if there's something less egregious. You know, I think you have to praise the security guards for intervening for it, you know, not to escalate anymore. So I think for the most part, the the checks and balances have been able to prevent these kind of plays from getting any worse. But I think when you're looking at the Mavericks and the Suns, yes, they want to play physical basketball. That's what the playoffs are all about. But I think you know both Monty Williams and Jason Kidd need to stress to their guys to not get involved with all this extracurricular and just focus on executing. Like that's those are the things that's going to determine who wins this series. And so far, you know, the home teams have the advantage. I think that that will continue into a game seven. But, you know, all this politicking with the officials and the complaint, the griping, I think that does more harm than good. So I think whichever team wins, it'll most likely be whichever one taps into, you know what, let's focus on our pick and roll execution and our post-ups and three-point shots instead of officiating and flopping and, you know, on to the Western Conference Finals. Couldn't agree with you more, Mark. Mark Medina. Uh, by the way, Mark, um, the 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 hugging thing it it does it felt a little bit like an overreaction, like like and and maybe it's because the only video we have is of a I I can't tell his age could be anywhere from sixteen to twenty four. They thought thought he was inebriated, and I respect that if you know it's Chris Paul's mom. She doesn't want to be harassed or touched. Like, how would they know it's Chris Paul's mom? I did this. The, the story seems like a bit of an overreaction from Chris Paul's camp. Maybe not from his mom as she didn't feel comfortable. Um, how, how is it circulating in NBA circles? Yeah, I think one of these things for me, I think I'm humbled by, you know, the lack of what the true information is. I mean, uh, if it was unwanted hugs, yeah, that's probably an overreaction. I just know in general when, you know, there have been other incidents with fans, it's been more than that, whether it's vulgarities or just uh, putting, you know, friends and family into a weird position where, you know, I, I don't want to say their lives are in danger or anything like that and over-dramatize it, but where they're not respecting boundaries. So, um, yeah, I, I'm kind of, of of this camp that I wish I saw all the videos, saw you know all the uh, you know interactions there. Um, that I'm not quite comfortable in knowing where to stand there. But I think that overall, you know, everyone needs to respect each other's boundaries. So you know, fans shouldn't feel entitled that they can do whatever they want to players or family members. But I think at the same time. 
uh, family members and friends and players should also understand that, look, like fans are there to enjoy themselves and if they're booing or saying things, as long as it's not personal or racist, like no harm, no foul. That's part of the game. I, I could not agree with you more. Mark, great stuff. Really appreciate you joining us. Right, thanks so much. Appreciate you as well. Th- that's Mark Medina, Fox Sports Radio, NBA Playoff Insider. Wait to hear what Dan Patrick had to say about uh, Jason Stewart's favorite day, which is NFL schedule release day. That's next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. 
Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Every day this time we play for you a portion of a previous show on Fox Sports Radio or Fox Sports 1. We call it... This is Dan Patrick of the Dan Patrick Show talking about the NFL schedule release. The NFL is a content creating machine. Everything the league does perfectly spread out in order to maximize the earnings and keep football in the news. Used to be that you had your season. We had seasons. Not the case with the NFL. The NFL is a year round business. And uh, now the NFL has the new moneymaker and that is where you have the... uh, Schedule release party. You already know who your team is going to play. The question is when they're going to play them. And then, you know, what kind of games you're going to have around it? How many road games in a row? How many home games? How do you end the regular season? The announcement will once again make the NFL a big topic of conversation tomorrow night. First game isn't until August, but uh, that's the brilliance of the NFL. The league's full schedule will be released this Thursday at 8 Eastern. And uh, NBC and Peacock will have programming around that. Just about everybody does. Uh, The timing may seem random, but there's a reason why the NFL is far and away the most popular sport in the United States. And it's not just because of the guys on the field. You know, you surround the sport with hope. The draft is all about hope, possibilities. Free agency, hope, possibility. The schedule. Totally agree with you. Totally agree. I mean, that's it's it's a way of it's like when you um, it's it's like when you walk by a restaurant or you, you ever been. This is I. A lot of people take shots at In and Out. I don't really understand it. I, I don't. I don't understand. Like if you don't like In and Out, like that's okay. You don't have to go there. A lot of people like In and Out. And I d- I've never understood the, like, my hamburger is better than your hamburger sort of argument. But one of the great things about In-N-Out is um, they they used to, they still have them, but they used to be super popular, the T-shirts, right? But when you drive by, do they pump out the smell? Like, what is the what is the smell thing that they do? So that anytime you're at, there's a, UC Irvine is a campus not far from where I live. UC Irvine's a great school, Anteaters, uh a good basketball program. It's just a cool spot. And kind of there's a walking bridge to this shopping area, and it's got all the difference, you know, it's got Blaze Pizza and Chick-fil-A, whatever. But the one that pops out is In-N-Out because it's got that smell. And so even though you're not going to In-N-Out every time, right, you may spread yourself around a different spot, I smell that In-N-Out. That's what the schedule release is like. Like, is it any one thing to kind of look in on? No, but it's just another time to go, oh, yeah, NFL. Oh, yeah. 
Cowboys who? Cowboys Packers? Oh, that's... Remember, Dez caught it. Totally caught it. Totally, totally caught it. So I agree with him on the schedule release deal and the idea of the NFL being a perfectly scripted soap opera. Couldn't be any better. You know, we'll give you a little bit of this, this one. We'll give you a little bit of that, that one. We'll give you a little bit of that, that one. All right. Draft and free agency and trades, then draft, now schedule, you know, then you have OTAs, then you have training camps, then you have preseason games, then you have season. Yes, Jason Stewart. Don't you think uh, most of the hate that In-N-Out gets is more like Southern California hate? Like it's out-of-state or Northern California people hating on Southern California residents? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a simplicity in it, and I think that is, that's alarming to people. Um, I don't know. It's a great, we can have a hamburger discussion. We can have a healthy hamburger discussion. And, and, you know, those burgers I'm talking about are five guys and Shake Shack, right? And there's some other kind of smaller local brands, whatever, in terms of people just, they dig in on their brands and that's what their brands are. That's what the Fox said. What does the Fox say? Coming up next, when we were kids, one thing was synonymous with championship football and basketball teams. Tell you what it is next. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans. He's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. I said, what? Sergeant Pepper. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024.
I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.